Final hour of the Bill Michaels Show. Glad you're with us today. Thanks so much uh, for joining us, uh, as always. And uh, this particular portion of the show uh, brought to you by our good friends uh, over there at the Social House. Reminder, we are going to be at the Social House come Thursday. Uh, the, the show is going to uh, come live from Social House on Lisbon Road in Menominee Falls. We're going to be there uh, kicking off their grand reopening weekend. In addition to that, we are also going to be there uh, to raise money for Fisher House, Wisconsin. We're going to get people pre-registered as well for the uh, for the motorcycle event coming up on Sunday, uh, Sunday, September 4th. It's our 15th anniversary, and it's going to prove to be, hopefully, knock on wood, weather cooperates, biggest and best yet, as if that's easy to do because they've become so, so big and so, so popular. So uh, we uh, hope to make it bigger and better. Looking to eclipse over 700 motorcycles again this year, if we can do that. That's mind-numbing, but I, if we can do it, it's going to be awesome. Just going to be awesome. So please be a part of it. If you're a rider, you know somebody who is, please, please come out and join us. You follow us on the Bud Light live stream. There it is right there. You can sign up today for this amazing ride coming up in September. You can just click the uh, QR code, use your camera, scan it, click the link, and it'll take you right to the registration. Uh, and we're, we're already off to a pretty good start in pre-reg, too. So, And we'll go over some of the other things that go along with it. But uh, there's some nice pre-registration prizes only for those who pre-register, by the way. So looking forward to it. Um, Mark says, uh, no, that was from earlier. Uh, this one's from, uh, Sam. Sam says, uh, the Jarvis Landry deal made me sick. Jarvis Landry for 3 million bucks. Are you kidding me? Why did the Packers not do that? That's a great question. When I read that Jarvis Landry signed for 3 million, uh, to go to the saints, um, obviously it's a lot less than the 20 million that he was originally hoping for. Um, to get him for that, I'm thinking, why didn't you not take a chance? Ben, when you saw it was only $3 million bucks, did you think, what the hell? Why why not throw some money at this guy and bring him in? Yeah, that was one thought. I, one was the obvious thought of, obviously, he didn't get 20 mil. I don't know. Maybe there was something else there with him wanting to go to New Orleans. But, yeah, I did think that when I first saw it. Um, Will Fuller is the guy that a lot of people are pining for. I know Julio Jones still has a name, but he is, I think, far, far away from the Julio Jones of years gone by. Uh, Jason says there's T.Y. Hilton. There's Cole Beasley. Um, could, yeah, I know, right? No Cole Beasley, please. No Cole Beasley here. Um, and then you start to go down that list, uh, you know, and, and uh, Lisa says, uh, I've always been a Deshaun Jackson fan. Do you think he can add any value? No. Danny Amendola is 36. Deshaun Day Jackson, how old is he now? Old. Like 35, 36, 37, something like that? I think he's an old dude. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. 35. Is he 35? Okay. Yeah, he seems like he's been around forever. But Odell Beckham Jr., believe it or not, and I did not realize this, he's still not even 30 years old. So it's not a terrible signing if you get him, but it's not for the here and the now. It's more so for the future. Um, there's not a lot of really quality guys under the age of 30 that are still available. You know, I, I just, I, I don't know who else you're going after that you can say, oh yeah, I got to have that guy, you know? Um, I, I don't know. Those are the only ones of name. But it, I mean, and all the names are probably going to get less 
money than Jarvis Landry. The only one that might get more would be OBJ, and that's because let's say he comes back in October and he shows his wares and everybody's like, wow, this guy didn't lose it. He didn't lose a step. He's good to go. And he clears. Then if he can come in and help a team that, say, has lost some players due to injury and needs to bolster their wide receiving stable for a contender, he can probably get a little bit more money because of their desperation. So, you know, but, um, but yeah, that, that, that's, there's not a whole lot out there. Um, there's not a whole lot out there that I would say, oh, yeah, you got to go get. It's hard to believe at the age of, I think it's early 30s, like 32, 33, it's hard to believe that Julio Jones has fallen off that much once he eclipsed 31 years old. Just it, it it's it's mind boggling that I mean don't get me wrong, a lot of leg injuries takes away the speed, the leaping ability, all that kind of stuff. But I gotta think there would have to be some type of value there if you pair him up with a guy like Aaron Rodgers and you give him the shot at, if you will, the fountain of youth. Now I'm not paying hardly anything for him. Don't get me wrong. But at some point, you cannot believe that he just fell off the table. You know, like T.Y. Hilton, same thing, just gone, just falls off the table. Just all of a sudden, one day you wake up and that speed, that ability, just gone. That's why you see guys like Devontae Adams say, hey, look, uh, I am going to cash in. I am not going to play for anything less than what I feel is deserved, and I'm I'm going for it. Period. I'm going for it. Here we go. So I I just I I I don't fault guys that try to try to get the money, like Devonte Adams did. You know, a guy like Christian Kirk. Obviously, he's what mid twenties. But solid player, but he cashed in. Allen Robinson got paid. Even Marquez Valdez-Scantling got paid, for God's sakes. Cash in. Marquez Valdez-Scantling got $30 million bucks. $30 million bucks. There you go. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Rick says, I'd go after Jones offering $2 million a season. Uh, and I wanted to know, has Lazard finally signed his tender? I believe he did. He is not highlighted anymore. When you go like to uh, Our Lads and a couple of the other uh, depth chart services, he's not highlighted anymore. So I think he did. I couldn't swear to it, though, but I think he did. 877-867-1670. Uh, this was from Liberty, who says, uh, Hey, unit, living here on the north side of Milwaukee, I concur with everything you said. I just think that more money needs to be... To- okay, I don't want to get into all the social stuff. Um, okay, Liberty, I appreciate it. Uh, oh, he does go on to say that I think Aaron Rodgers is still going to have a big season digging and dunking his way down the field. He's a guy that has an eye for the open field and the open man in a better matchup. Just give him a little bit of a chance, and his team is going to be just fine offensively. Okay, Liberty, I appreciate it. 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, feel free. 
Uh, again, 877-867-1670. Um, oh, by the way, Deshaun Watson's going to meet with the NFL. Deshaun Watson is going to meet with the NFL later this week, according to sources. So he's going to find out what his what his fate is. We're going to find out what his fate is when it comes to his ability to play for the Cleveland Browns. Is it going to be a couple of games, four games, six games, or more by the time it's already said by the time it's all said and done? We'll find out what Deshaun Watson's gonna gonna end up paying the price for. Um and as far as we know, I mean nothing's been settled in the in the legal aspect of this. Now we know he's not getting charges filed against him. But as far as the lawsuits go, I, I would assume there's going to be a suspension. I, ben, if you're going to take a guess at how many games Deshaun Watson's going to get, four, six, eight, or more? More. Eight or more. I would say, really? over, I would say over seven and a half. Hmm. I don't know. I Man. I got to think on that. I'm thinking, I, I was thinking four. Because no charges were filed. It's still just litigation. He said, she said. The DAs have basically looked at it and went, yeah, there's nothing here that we can really grasp onto. It's just his word against theirs. They probably are going to give him sensitivity training. They're probably going to give him four games. And then he's going to have a keeper in Cleveland that says, you need a massage, you go to the team doctor or the team massage therapist or something. Keep your hands off of women and stay on the straight and narrow. Because if we have to come down on you next time, we're going to make it a season or more. But get off of Instagram, get off of Craigslist, you know, stop. Um, I don't know. I feel like Goodell... There, there were those years during the Ray Rice thing where he was not even close to harsh enough in his penalties and suspensions. Where I right. think, and the overcorrection has kind of happened, where where they've gone the other way. But I think that still could be the case here because it's all. It's not like he's returning to the Texans. He just got traded for and given the biggest contract ever. I, I feel like a statement could be made. <sighs> Well, we'll see. I, I considering that legally, other than lawsuits, nothing has happened. What they give? Uh, what What did they give? Um, what's his face? Uh, who ended up going to Tampa Bay? Oh God, he's the wide receiver still out there. I just talked about him. Crap. I, I can't think of the guy's name. All of a sudden, it escapes me. No, not OBJ. Chris Godwin. No, 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 no. He, he he went to Tampa Bay and then walked off the field. Oh, Antonio um, Brown. Antonio Brown. Thank you very much. I don't know why his name just left my brain. What did they give Antonio Brown for all of his antics? Eight. They gave him eight? Yeah, for that was uh, he no contest. He also faked a vaccination card. Well, eight came from too. 2020 of burglary and battery charges. Right. That's what I'm saying. And that was something that could actually be proven. He was going for... Uh, what did he, he like got it down to a misdemeanor or something like that, didn't he? 
See, that's what I'm saying. He actually got got caught by the legal system, and that was eight games. I got to think just for having bad decision-making and getting massages from a bunch of different women, I don't know. I, uh, but it's 23 women. It, it's, it's 20 plus women that, and even more that didn't actually jump in on the lawsuit that have come out to say, yeah, this guy's a creeper. So you may be right. It may be eight games because I think if you come down light on him, if you give him just four, I think you're probably going to have women from all over the country just slamming the NFL. While don't you think? Oh, definitely. I, they already are. Uh, while a very different situation, I mean, there were no uh, legal repercussions for Trevor Bauer, but he just got, what, a, a two-season ban Yeah, in baseball? So I think yeah. there could be a precedent there where even though there wasn't anything concrete from the legal proceedings, they could still, you know. Yeah. By the way, Antonio Brown tweeted today that he wants to retire with the Steelers. <laughs> no, I think he said, I, I want to retire a Steeler. So I think that could be up to interpretation, how the stealing could happen. Yeah. Well, first of all, when you retire, you can retire with whatever team. But if you're talking Pro Football Hall of Fame, you go in as a player. You don't go in as a a player with a team, so to speak. So I maybe he wants to sign that one day contract or something. But he can't be a which will probably turn that into some kind of crazy cash and all that kind of stuff. So he can't be a Hall of Famer, right? No. No. God no. God, no. I can't imagine. He was it. good. He was really good. But his own ineptitude cost him a career. Yeah. He'd still be playing. He'd still be playing quality football had he not just gotten so psychotic. He, he, he'd probably still be playing. I mean, the, I, the whole reason he went low in the draft was because people were mildly concerned about his right. demeanor, if you will. So yep. I don't know if he became it. It just came along with him being supremely talented. And yep. Mike Tomlin can, you know, work magic with any ego. Um, Yeah, I mean, ultimately it came down to the fact that Mike Tomlin put the hammer down on him and he didn't like it. And Mike Tomlin said, time for you to go. But, uh, but yeah, I get it. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Let's do this. We'll step away, take a quick break. Um. Of the wide receivers that are left, is there one that you particularly want? Because it's not going to cost a ton of money. We, I assume the Packers right now aren't looking at anybody specific, but wait till cut down day. Wait till June 1st and then see what happens. See if somebody else comes out on the open market that the Packers would be interested in that may fit the system, may fit the locker room and such. But I don't think, um, I don't, I don't think that they're, they're too high on anybody right now. Not on anybody right now. Uh, Mark says, what are the free agents for the Bucs? Um, I think the only free agents are Wesley Matthews and Serge Ibaka. There's a few player options, but that's about it. I think most of this team's coming back. Um, Pac fan says he might be a Hall of Famer. He had six elite seasons, four straight years as a first-team All-Pro. How many wide receivers can say that? I agree with you. He had a ton of talent. He was unbelievable. It, he, he burned like a white-hot comet. The problem was he just, the way he exited the game, I can see them saying, no, you're not, you're not getting anywhere near the Hall of Fame. You're not going to sniff it, man. 
You're not going to sniff it. 877-867-1670. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Four Seasons Island Resort. A lot going on. The golf course, open. The ATV trailers, open. The UTV trails, open. The walking paths, open. They got kayaks, pontoon rentals, you kind of, you name it. They got all that kind of stuff up there. And they just got a great escape, a great place to go. Just get away, hang out, enjoy yourself. That is our friends at the Four Seasons Island Resort. Four Seasons Island Resort up in Pembine, Wisconsin. They're offering the Bill Michael Special, whatever that happens to be. Whatever they're kind of feeling that day. All you got to do is get a hold of our girl Barb up there at B-A-R-B. Barb at the four seasons wi.com. Barb at the four seasons wi.com or call her 715 324 5800. 715 324 5800. Tell them you're a part of the program. Tell them you listen. Tell them, say, Bill Michaels told me to come up. Going to spend some time in the pool, sitting outside soaking up the sun, maybe play nine holes of golf, rent a pontoon and putt around the island, or maybe go up to the UP, enjoy some sports bars, come back to Pembine, go down to the Boundary Waters, do a little singing for some karaoke, listen to the music, upstairs for the wine tasting, diamond room good food, whatever. A lot of good stuff, but just get away. They offer all kinds of specials. Go to the Four Seasons Wisconsin. Dot com the four seasons wisconsin.com or get a hold of our girl barb b-a-r-b barb at the four seasons wi.com really good stuff stay tuned more of the bill michael show coming up next this is the bill michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network The motorcycle ride benefiting Fisher House, Wisconsin, comes up on Sunday, September 4th. It's our 15th annual, and it promises to be bigger and better than ever with some tremendous stops at the Rock Sports Complex, Alpine Valley. This year, we've got some great music we're about to announce uh, that's going to be on the main stage for the after party out of Wisconsin, Harley-Davidson. Thanks to our friends at Potawatomi Bingo Casino as they're going to become a uh, big-time supporter as well, and they're going to provide some dealers at the end this year for the poker hands. Uh, so that way we've got some professionals doing it. It's just It promises to be great. We're going to have flyovers and police escorts, and it's just it continues to grow. And, con- and we got a special guest that uh, we can't announce almost until the day of, but we just got to make sure that, uh, that uh, they're able to join us. But uh, we're putting some really neat stuff together. So... Uh, please, if you can come, or maybe you're not a motorcycle rider, you know somebody who has passed it along, but if you can follow us on the Bud Light live stream, grab a snapshot of what's up right now. Uh, you've got the uh, QR code right there. You can sign up today or just find all the information. Go to facebook.com slash big unit poker run. That's facebook.com slash big unit poker run. Or if you want, just go to fisherhousewi.org. That is fisherhousewi.org and go to the events page and you'll find the link. But plenty of ways to sign up. Please do so. we got some really terrific prize packages, only for those who pre-register as well. But we can't say thanks enough to those who have participated in the past, and we cannot say we, we can't say it enough. We can't wait for if you've never done it with us before, or maybe you did a long time ago and you haven't been back, 
It's all new. It's bigger, better than ever. Thanks to Milwaukee Brewing as as our host downtown and our next uh, big event coming up. So please, please come and join us and maybe experience it all over again or for the very first time. It's going to be a really, really wonderful ride. And don't forget, I mean, who it benefits. Uh, veterans, military members, their families uh, at their probably their one of their toughest times, their time of need. So please help us out. Won't you uh, go to, again, either uh, FisherHouseWI.org or simply follow us over on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash Big Unit Poker Run, and you'll find it right there. Patrick Beverly, Minnesota Timberwolves, NBA player. We all know that he does not like Chris Paul. That we're sure of. But this is what he had to say in regards to Grayson Allen. Take a listen. Grayson Allen had no business on the court. He was a disaster in this series. Let's not forget that. Let's not forget the fact that Bobby Portis didn't have a good game yesterday either. They Who the had... first person you named? No, Grayson Allen was filling. Who? No, let me finish. Man, stop. Why are you naming these people on your show? Because they get no play in our no, locker room was, in the NBA. I, no, I was pointing out that they didn't produce. They didn't produce. Duh. There you go. There you go. Patrick Beverly, when Stephen A. Smith on first take, begins to talk about Grayson Allen and company. He says, who? They get no play in the locker room, no run. In other words, they don't matter. Those guys don't matter. Um, Patrick Beverly was brutally honest in a lot of areas. Probably said a lot of things that pissed off a lot of people in the association today. Um, now he did praise certain players like Steph Curry. He, uh, did go on to say, you know, when I guard Chris Paul, uh, I go out the night before for a steak dinner, bottle of wine. I'll sweat it out during pregame and then I'll play. No problem. He said, when I go on and, uh, I'm going to play a guy like Steph Curry, I'm in bed at eight o'clock. But this was one of the things he had to specifically say. <laughs> now remember him and Chris Paul. There is no love loss there. But this is what he had to say about Chris Paul, the Phoenix Suns. He's honest. They will lie. They that will is lie. true. He's not lying about man, that. Man, CP can't guard nobody, man. Everybody in the NBA he know can't that. Guard, everybody can't know guard that. can't guard anybody. What we call them? Cone. You know what you do with cones? Like when in the summertime, you got a cone. You make a move. What does the cone do? Stay still. Exactly. Yeah. He's a cone. Stop playing, man. I everybody that right. knows that. Everyone knows that. It's just y'all don't want to accept it. because no, I don't CP. accept that. I, I don't have it up. There you go. Called him a cone, a traffic cone. You know what you do with a cone? Drive around it. Oh, my goodness. Now, again, he does not have any love loss between him and and uh, and CP3. But, man, called him a cone. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's the that's- second most disrespectful thing I've heard an athlete called next to someone being the human white flag. <laughs> oh, man. Called him a cone. That's cold. I don't care who you are. He's also, that's- I, ESPN is still up in the studio, and I, yeah. I think he started on Get Up at 6 a.m. today. He's still on ESPN talking crap about everybody. Yeah, you know what? It's funny because actually um, they, they'll bring these guys in and pay them for an entire day to be there, uh, pay him qu- quite a bit of money to be there, but like an entire day to be there. Uh, so, um, it doesn't surprise me that they're using him up. <laughs> Call the man a traffic cone. 
That's a great big dam right there. I don't care who you are. <laughs> oh, God. But dropping it saying, Grayson, what? Who? Who? Please. Who? So, um, and get, look, I get it. Grayson Allen's not a superstar, but he's stretching the imagination. He comes in, he produces, he gives you some threes, he gives you a little bit of a, your bench a breather, your uh, starters a breather, and, but but he's not made to be a, an, a you know huge minute guy, if you will. That's what he's supposed to be. But you didn't get what you would have gotten out of Chris Middleton. But Patrick Beverly dropping uh, dropping a lot of disrespect on many players in the association today. Damn, dropping it. Uh, 877-867-1670. When we come back, let's do this. Uh, we'll hear more from uh, Giannis. We'll hear more from Drew Holiday. And as we put kind of a, a, a I don't want to say a ribbon because it's not a very spectacular present, but as we kind of put a cap on what is the uh, demise of the Milwaukee Bucks and now the offseason begins, we'll get into that when we come back. Stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Skipper Buds. If you got a uh, boat or maybe you're looking for one, but if you want to get it summarized and get it ready to go, make sure it's ready to run so you don't have to have problems out on the water, go to Skipper Buds, get a hold of my buddy Ryan. If you're looking for a new boat, if you ever used boat, or accessories, maybe something to tow behind it, put the kids on one of the big, one of those big Roman chariot floaty things, whatever it happens to be, they got it. Go to Skipper Buds. Check out my buddy Todd out there uh, at Skipper Buds in Pewaukee because he's the guy that kind of makes the deals in that area of town, and uh, call them, 262-544-1200, 262-544-1200. Again, 262-544-1200. Tell them we said hi. Great people. Stop out. Uh, let's do this. We'll take a break. We'll hear from Giannis, hear from Drew Holiday when we come back. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Portion of the Bill Michaels Show brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. They're the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. And don't forget, uh, it's a it's uh, a week from Wednesday. Wednesday Night Live is back at the Wisconsin State Fair Park, and we're going to be out there on Wednesday night. Rebel Grace is going to take the stage. Looking forward to that. And it's the start of the outdoor music season, and I, for one, cannot wait. Uh, love Wednesday Night Live. So tell your neighbors, tell your friends, and we will see you out there. Parking is 5 bucks, unless, of course, you're on a motorcycle, then it's absolutely free. Free admission. The gates open up at 6, music starts at 7, and it's always, always a great time. A great time. Looking forward to Wednesday Night Live back. I know they're completely redoing the stage, too. I just saw the pictures of that. Uh, I don't know if it was today or yesterday I saw that, but they're redoing the stage out there. The Wisconsin State Fair Park this year, remember last year, they had all the construction they were wrapping up, so they had fences everywhere. This year, all of that's done. Everything's wide open. It's going to be so much fun. And it's going to be a great, great, great outdoor music season. Please come out and enjoy it. Join us and kick back, relax, and listen to the sounds of a lot of good local bands playing some covers, playing some of their own. It's always a fun time, and that's the Bud Pavilion at the Wisconsin State Fair Park beginning a week from Wednesday. And we should see you there. So uh, wrapping things up for the Milwaukee Bucks, the, the Bucks after the game yesterday, Giannis, uh, somewhat solemn, uh, just basically first and foremost came out and said, hey, look, uh, you got to give credit to Boston. 
as long as you know that you didn't give up, the team didn't give up, you know, you can you can live with that. And you give them, you know, give them the respect, wish them luck, and uh, hopefully you can come back next year and uh, you, you know, be the team that advances, be the team that, you know, wins. Uh, in addition to that, he said, hey, uh, you know, look, uh, Boston, just they were just a better team. I respect that. I, I, I respect that. I respect uh, the team. They played hard. They compete. We did, we did the same, and they were just, they were just better. They were just better this game. He also uh, said, look, enjoy the series, but not the outcome. Hey, I enjoyed the series. Wasn't able to win. Uh, I wish we were the team that uh, played on uh, – Today Sunday on Tuesday, but we're not. You know, have a great off season, get better. You know, feel this like what we feel right now. Hopefully, can motivate you throughout the season and come back healthy and uh, ready to go. Um, the one thing he said, and it's kind of interesting because uh, in the grand scheme of things, he said, you know, hey, look, I'm gonna you know go ahead and take time off. Uh, but he's not going to watch the game. It's like, you know, why? The season's over. You know, it's going to be a different team next year. It's going to be a different team this year. He said, I'm just, let's just get this one out of our head. Time to go relax. It's over with, you know, and no film for me. Nothing. Just got to go back, get some break, get in the court, start getting better, try to improve uh, parts of my game, and uh, hopefully I can come back healthy in a good place. Keep enjoying basketball and uh, come back, uh, you know, ready for my chances. The other thing regarding this, uh, as he stated, was this game, uh, albeit it's time, you know, it kind of looked a little relief in the eye, so to speak. But this game, this game is going to serve as motivation. Hopefully, like this moment, instead of thinking that we lost something, we can gain and learn in order for us to put ourselves in a position to win another championship. Now, if it's going to be next year, if it's going to be two years from now, who knows, but um, it's going to be, it's going to be somewhere, like, hopefully, eh, that's how we play, but I don't view it as we, as we last. Would this game, uh, maybe, would it, have retur- would it have turned out different had it been, you know, Middleton's game? You know, who knows? If we had Chris, it'd probably be a different story. Obviously, we wasn't trying to make excuses. You know, we you know we don't have Chris, and now it's going to be tough. But I think everybody went out there, compete, gave everything they, uh, they had. And, um, you know, that's what we did from Game 3 against Chicago until Game 7 against Boston. If we had him, maybe it would have been a different, uh, different story. Uh, but we didn't. And scoring, he said, as he put it, he's correct. It, look, it wasn't really easy for either team, to be honest with you. We didn't make enough threes for sure. And obviously, uh, not having a guy out there that gives us 20, 25 points per game that also uh, contributes to that. But it was, it was just tough. It was tough. It was tough to uh, score the ball. It was tough to get everybody involved. It was tough to get you know people going. Uh, but it's, it's play of basketball, so it wasn't easy. I don't think it was easy for them either. It wasn't easy for us also. I still, I mean, I know Giannis talks about it, but I still say just tired down the stretch. Normally, the bunnies that he missed, balls that were clanking off the rim, I mean, from like zero foot shots, he just he wasn't making. He said, "Look, uh, the, the the shots that he usually makes just weren't following." You know, shots that I usually make wasn't uh, wasn't going in, uh, but you know, that's basketball. You know, that's sports. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. There's a win, there's a loser. So. Uh, but you got to live with it. 
The game plan coming in, give certain guys open threes, open looks, lock down the paint, keep the perimeter uh, somewhat available, but really lock down the inside, get the boards and such. It just didn't go their way. Much as we all committed to the game plan, it, give us, it gives us a chance to win the game. And sometimes you might do everything that uh, is in the game plan and still not win the game. But uh, uh, the game plan it was to give certain people uh, you know, some looks and see if they're able to make them. Uh, they made some and they missed some. And then uh, Drew Holiday, he said, look, hey, the three-point disparity, it was huge. You can't win if the other team's just going to continually bomb from the outside and hit their shots, and you're not. I don't know. We do have to put more up. we got to shoot more, find ways to get them up, um, shoot them better. I know Chris adds to that because Chris is one of our best three-point shooters, but just have to find ways. Got to find ways to get it done. And then, uh, you know, fatigue. You can talk about some of the shooting struggles, but fatigue was heavy on both sides. He just said you can't use it as an excuse. It's really no excuse. It's game seven. You got to find a way. Nah, I think the whole series, my shot hadn't been falling the way I wanted it to, and I'll continue to shoot and try to knock those shots in. But I think there was a point in the game where it just kind of felt like nothing was going in, maybe toward that, that fourth quarter. But, I mean, they had it rolling. Uh, Brent Williams played a, played a great game. You know, the guy shot the ball well, and just unfortunate we, we fell short. NBA, you know, it is what it is. Boston, just simply as he puts it, made more plays. The NBA playoffs, it's a challenge. Um, you have to find ways on both ends, ends of the floor. I feel like these two teams playing were <clears throat> very, very physical, offensively and defensively. Some games they were letting them go. Some games there was um, some weird calls. But at the end of the day, man, it's about making plays, and, and we fell short. Um, Could have used, as he puts it. Uh, Chris Middleton, you know, his loss, his non-presence in this series was huge. And he said, yeah, by all means, could have used Middleton. I mean, we could have used him. We definitely could have used him. Um, he makes big shots and big plays um, on both ends, but especially the offensive end. And, yeah, we missed him, but we, we also want him to be okay for, for the future. So, yeah, he's missed. And uh, also, uh, when you talk about adjustments, he said, look, we did make him. But Boston just sometimes, you know, even when you saw it like in game six, the Bucks had, you know, hands and faces and guys were falling on the floor, flipping it up, making shots. Sometimes guys are just hot and they just make shots. Easier said than done. Um, I, I think that uh, we tried our best to um, we tried our best switching. We tried our best uh, shooting people down um, into the paint and then and then trying to veer back. I think we threw a lot of different things at them, but they caught fire. They played they played well. Now, last but not least, I think this is the way a lot of Bucks fans feel is, and, and I'm going to paraphrase here, so please forgive me, but uh, it was tough. It was tough to watch him go down and go down that way. I think I, it was easier to accept by the third quarter that they just weren't going to win that game. Midway through the third, end of the third, you're thinking, this ain't going to happen. It's over. So you kind of ease into the bathtub that is the off season. Whereas he said, hey, look, uh, yeah, it's tough that it's over, but they're really proud of the long run that they've had. I mean, I'm, I'm upset with the loss. You know, I'm upset with losing the series, but season as a whole, I'm proud of my teammates. I'm proud of the coaching staff, proud of the organization. I'm so proud to be here. So in that aspect, man, I'm, 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 I'm happy in a way and, and joyful and can't wait for the future. Can't wait to get back there, back out there and play, but I'm still hurt by not advancing. There you go. That's Drew Holiday. You heard from Giannis, heard from Coach Bud, heard from Holiday, heard from numerous people. The cap on the season, if you will, is the Bucks off season begins today. Uh, when we come back, we're not done. When we come back, 
Uh, some exciting news. I don't know what's going to equate to, but this will probably perk you up a little bit, Ben. But some exciting news. Stay tuned. We got the final segment of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. A cigar dinner coming up, fast approaching June 6th. June 6th, we're going to be at Ironwood Golf Course in uh, in the Waukesha area. So please, if you are a cigar aficionado, enthusiast, or maybe a novice, it doesn't matter. You want to come out and play a little golf, get a dinner, get some cocktails, get yourself a cigar. We'll share some stories. You have a lot of fun. It's our friend. We are back from Tobacco Outlet Plus Grocery. Go to TobaccoOutletPlusGrocery.com. That is TobaccoOutletPlusGrocery.com. We're back, and we're going to be at Ironwood Golf Course coming up on June 6th. June 6th, looking forward to it. Go out and see my buddy Mike Lehman out there and share some stories with him. I know I just saw he was at the uh, Eric Church concert uh, this past week down at American Family Field, as many people were, uh, as a matter of fact. But saw Mike and his, his wife Margo, and then they were down there. So uh, we're going to be out at uh, his place. Ironwood Golf Course coming up on June 6th. So uh, if you're looking to go to one of our cigar dinners, that's the first one. It's in Waukesha, and it's in the Milwaukee area. So please come out. June 6th, we're going to be at uh, Ironwood Golf Course, but you got to get your tickets right now. Go to tobaccooutletplusgrocery.com. And if you want to bring some clients, bring some clients, too. It's a good time. Really good time. So some good news. Speaking of the world of golf, Ben, did you hear that Tiger Woods says for the last five weeks since the Masters, he has been working on his legs, doing more and more squats, leg curls, knee work, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I saw him today on the practice tee, and he uh, he has uh, not a, as significant a limp. He has played 27 holes or will play 27 holes this week of golf. And the last time the PGA Championship was held there, he won it. Yeah, I've so seen he's him. Uh, he's excited. Yeah, I've seen him out there walking. I I think it's uh, the difference in in terrain, if you will, uh, between Augusta and this should work well for his ability to contend. It was just awesome. he was he was broken down by the end of that week, but yeah. we'll see. Um, I mean, the bigger story now is Phil Mickelson with Drew. Hmm. Um. Did you expect that? I had no idea. I, it's kind of unprecedented when you have a, a dude win a tournament last year, be the oldest guy to ever win a major, and then go through the firestorm he's going through now. I, right. I had no expectation. I had no clue. Right. I agree. Uh, but the other news uh, from the LIV, which is the uh, alternative uh, tour over in Dubai, did you see that Dubai offered Jack Nicholson, or Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholas? $100 million to be kind of the face of the tour, and he turned it down? Really? Yep. No, I missed that part. I he, mean, o- he got offered $100 million and turned it down. Huh. How about that? How, ma- how many people would get offered $100 million and say no thanks? Not Phil Mickelson. No. That's, like, crazy. Jack Nicholas offered to be that spokesperson, that face for the new LIV tour over in Dubai and said no. How about that? 
I give all the kudos in the world for the integrity of Jack Nicholas. I love that guy. Just another reason to love Jack Nicholas. Ah, there you go. So, yeah, um, Phil Mickelson saying, nope, he's not going to be there. Tiger Woods is there. Tiger Woods holding his press conference today and uh, said also that he has been doing nothing but leg work, a little bit of weightlifting in the upper body, but nothing but leg work. And he did get fatigued. He said that was some of the worst he'd felt since the accident the Monday after the tournament at Augusta. And uh, Augusta, we talked about this, a lot of undulation. He not nowhere near as much up and down at this particular PGA Championship as Augusta. So he says he feels it was a great kind of a, a getting out there experience to see how he could play. Felt good after day one, not so good after day two, and even worse as the tournament went along. Physically didn't feel good but says he feels really good, really strong. And when you watch him on the practice tee and leaving the practice tee and walking around, that limp that was so evident after playing so many rounds at Augusta is nowhere near as evident. A little bit, but not like it was. It was more significant. So there you go. That's uh, that's Tiger Woods making the announcement. He feels good. If there so is we'll since see. it's since we're full on uh, major season, this is the second one. I could do a little Wednesday afternoon betting preview. If that yes, is, we will. Uh, so interest the people. Yes, we will. We'll I get probably into all of that. spend too much time golf betting with my friends, and it's maybe you get our guy Gary Damato on the pastime. I could see do if that. he's there. Yeah, we'll see if we can get Gary on. Talk a little bit about it. Talk some more betting too. Yeah, we got we got to get our buddy Jimmy Shapiro on. Steve Stricker also did win a uh, yes. PGA Tour Champions event. This that weekend. was I was gonna uh, I was gonna mention that too. That was gonna be our our final coup de grace of the day. The 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 uplifting story is Steve Stricker back from just a a devastating illness to come very slowly and begin to play and play a little bit more and move a little bit more and then lo and behold this weekend wins. So on a high note, right here in our own backyard, um, you know, yeah, the Bucks fell and their season's over. Admirals win. Their quest for a Calder Cup continues. Next round of the AHL playoffs. Brewers win two out of three from the Fish, and now they're back at home taking on the Atlanta Braves. And Steve Stricker won over the weekend, which was just great news. It was kind of almost a a, a side note, so to speak. But it was, oh, yeah, by the way. And it it just made you feel good for such a good guy, for such a guy that, uh, you know, helped his team win uh, the Ryder Cup. And then right after that got sick run down, I mean, was really kind of battling for his life at one point, and now is out back on the tour, and he wins over the weekend. So if you're going to end a show, that's kind of the way to end it. Good stuff today. What do we take away from today? Anything in particular, Ben? Or is it just a get out and enjoy it day before it gets cold again? Well, I mean, I I would like to sleep at night, so I'm hoping it does get a little colder. Um Oh, by the way, Pack Attack says, take a look at the numbers on Grayson Allen. He was horrible in game six, arguably lost a game for us. Karma, you need uh, to guard to make uh, um, a few more baskets. Game seven, he was pathetic. Uh, The only three-point short uh, shot he made uh, was when uh, George Hill was called for a foul in the third quarter of the final game, which is crazy, so it didn't count. Um, Close to saying Coach Bud must go because of leaving Grayson Allen in the game. Uh, Carter statistically made better shots, plays tenacious defense, and even though he's shorter, uh, he said, I'm ready for football season. Ha-ha, the dude. 
That was your guy. Come on, we made it all day without a Firebud comment. I know, right? Steve Stricker won, though. Went on a high note. Steve Stricker won. There you go. <laughs> Coming up tomorrow, we'll be back at it, and uh, we'll kind of break down a little bit more of this, uh, the signing of Jair Alexander, what direction the Packers are going to go, if any, or are they set? We'll get into that discussion. Jim Ozarski is going to be here tomorrow from the Journal Sentinel to kind of give us, uh, again, another little cap on the Bucks season. We'll talk about the bar, the Brewers and the Braves game one down at American Family Field. First time the uh, roof's open all season long. All season long. So that's kind of positive news. And, uh, oh, by the way, Chris Middleton said he was never going to be able to play in game six and seven. I, he said he wanted to, but during the workout, the training staff and the doctors said it was just too high a risk. I never thought he would. I never thought he would. Jim Ozarski having that just tweeted that out a little while ago. Moments ago. There you go. That'll do it. Have a terrific day. Until we talk again tomorrow, have a good one. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.